Welcome back, guys. On today's show, why is Janet Jackson destroying old laptops? And has the government created a human-eating robot machine? And also, get ready for the taste of a dive bar on a stick. And also, look out, monkeypox. Here comes the tomato flu. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you doing okay? Are you getting along with everyone out there? I hope you are because we are here in the studio. Now, for those that don't know, that we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We sit on about 22-some-odd acres here. We have horses. We have chickens. We have cattle. And we've got all that stuff going on this Monday coming up. Uh, we are in the process of building my dad a tiny home. And the guy who's coming by is going to uh, do the septic perk to see if the water and the bacteria in the soil is going to be okay for my dad's new septic tank. That's all we need. That's literally one of the only things that's slowing us down right now is seeing if we can put a septic tank out there because we are out in the middle of nowhere. It's no problem for us to get the water down there. Still huffing her from that guy. Going to call him up later on this week. Bitch him out. Uh, And then we just pour a slab and start putting up walls and putting up ceilings and doing all that stuff. Now, my wife right now, she has, uh, because of coronavirus and all that stuff, she has accumulated weeks and weeks upon vacation. Uh, we haven't done anything. We haven't gone anywhere. Uh, and she normally gets about four to five weeks of vacation a year and then was is able to roll over 40 hours for the next year and so on and so forth. So she technically has, at the end of every year or the beginning of, of the year, she has about five weeks of vacation because 40 hours roll over. So she'll take three days here and two days there, four days here and whatever, make long weekends and stuff. We get things done here on the property right now she is in Destin Florida now if you haven't been to Destin Florida beautiful beautiful town old folks town old city uh, kind of like St. Augustine crystal clear blue waters and probably the average age in Destin Florida is 69 years old <laughs> and my wife and her best friend are down there having a good time they're having a girls retreat for the two of them she hasn't seen her best friend in, in probably three years or so they're down there having a girls weekend so that leaves me and my dad here at the uh, the studio at the France like yesterday, uh, I had some issues I had to deal with, and I was on one side of the house, and my dad was on the other side of the house. I know, big baller, right? And he came into my side of the house at one time, and he's like, so, you watching watching a show? I'm like, yeah, I'm catching up on something. All right. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, nah, just tired of sitting. Just thought I'd walk around the house a little bit. I'm like, all right, talk to you later. And he'd wander off, <laughs> and I continued doing what I was doing. Now, my dad actually took some time off this past weekend and drove down to Clayton. Is it Clayton, Georgia? Franklin, North Carolina is basically where he went. Right there on the border, the cusp of North Carolina. Uh, His sister just had a birthday. I think she's 75 now. So they had the whole family get together. It's about four and a half hours away. So he was gone for four and a half. I'm sorry. He was gone for four days. Four and a half hour drive, gone for four days. Got that? Doing the math? Everyone get your slide rules out. And my wife and I were basically had the house that had the property to ourselves. Now, my dad, because he's not really doing anything, he likes to kind of keep himself busy. So, you know, you eat something like a bowl of cereal and you put it in the sink. If you leave the kitchen and come back maybe an hour later, it's rinsed, it's washed, it's put in the dishwasher and it's clean. Because he was gone, the dishes kind of piled up in the sink a little bit. And I was like going, you know, I can't have my dad coming home to all these dishes in the sink. So I started putting the dishes in the dishwasher and stuff. She's like, ah, just leave them. I'll do them later. Well, later never comes. So it was funny, just the little things that when he's gone, like taking out the trash, normally 
between my wife and I, we don't generate a whole lot of trash. And my wife was saying the other day, you know, we bought a big thing of garbage bags, like a, a 52 pack. So that means once a week we dump out the garbage, the things should last a whole year, right? Well, since my dad's here and everything that he eats, consumes, is in a package. His sausage biscuits are in a cellophane package. They're in a box. He's got to break the box down. Everything that he eats, the Marie calendar, the Hot Pockets, all that stuff has some kind of packaging to it. So that trash can, the trash bag, 13-gallon, lasts about maybe two days in the house with the three of us here, especially my dad, you know, consuming all that stuff. And so the, the trash gets dumped a lot more regularly. Now that he was gone... No, trash was fine. We actually filled it all the way to the top uh, and and left it there. And then I felt bad because when he came home, he was like, oh, no one dumped the garbage. I'm like, no, there's still room in the top. You know, you don't have to dump it every two every two days. You know, let it fill up to the top. Push that shit down. Smash that shit down. Oh, no, I can't do that. It'll cause roaches and ants and stuff. All right, Dad, do, do what you want. You're going to do it anyways. Now, one of the things that he did do when he was here, or still does, but we missed tremendously while he was gone, was coffee was made every morning. Every morning, 5.30 in the morning, I could smell. I don't know if he makes it at 5.30. He probably makes it at 5. And then the, the smell permeates throughout the house. And by the time he gets to the west wing of the house, which we sleep on, I can smell it. So I go, oh, must be 5.30 because I can smell coffee. Well, when he was gone, we didn't make coffee. Well, my wife made it for one day, but I didn't have any coffee. I went two days straight without having coffee in the morning. And Monday, I was hit with the biggest migraine headache. That I mean, it, it the kind of migraine headache where you don't feel like eating. And I feel for the people out there that ever had a migraine headache. I know uh, there are some people I used to work with used to get them once a month, once a month. Migraine headache, I was nauseous. I didn't feel like doing anything. I put my head on a pillow. I had cold compress on my head, Advil, you know, every four hours, nothing. Uh, I think I read all these different things like, you know, press your, your palm and your, the meat between your palm and your index finger on your hand. No, didn't work. Stretch this, move this, breathe this, do that. No, nothing worked. Finally, just took a couple pills to knock me out. I said, look, if I can just sleep through this, I'll be fine. Sure enough, the next morning got up. I said, you know what? I'm probably going to want to have coffee. I had a caffeine withdrawal, and it caused me to have some kind of migraine. Total, total headache. I mean, my vision was blurry. It was bad. Nauseous. The whole nine works. So, like I said, those people out there that have migraine headaches, I feel for you as well. Now that my dad's home, my wife is gone, I don't want to say everything's back to normal for the most part here in the house, but I don't have to worry about my wife, you know, make sure my wife eats because she sits in that office and doesn't eat all day long, but I'm on my own. So I've got my bachelor food. I've got my raviolis, my canned chef Borardi raviolis, and my canned soup. It's easy for me. You know, I have a, a decent sized breakfast in the morning. Like I said, we have chickens here, so I'll eggs and you know piece of toast that type stuff maybe a snack for lunch and then uh dinner is my can of ravioli or a can of progresso soup i know exciting stuff right here <laughs> you would think i'd be out partying you're on your own digging a big old bachelor party no 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 one morning i was sitting on the front porch and i was sitting there drinking my coffee and i was listening to a, a favorite band of mine or actually a favorite artist is in, in a new band and he's got a new album out and i listened to it and it was like you know the loud loud fast punk rock music that I used to like. And I sat there and I'm listening and I'm reading the article about the, his new album that's 
coming out. I read it and it says, you know, a throwback to the 80s punk rock music. Well, the your soundtrack to your life usually happens like when you're in high school. So I'm like, you know, that kind of music, I like it. And then I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of people that say I don't listen to hard or fast music anymore. I don't get into it. And I'm like going, you know why? Because you're too old to do the stuff that you were doing, like get in the mosh pit and jump around. You're just like, oh, that just sounds so tiring. <laughs> it sounds so tiring. And I remember listening to it, like I said, growing up, listening to the, the fast, heavy metal, the speed metal, the punk rock music. And my dad... Growing up as a kid, my dad would, I mean, bang on the door. Just, bam, 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 turn it down, bam, 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 turn it down. And, you know, scare the shit out of me and almost knock the hinges off my, my door. My dad says, I'm making that shit up. But no, believe me, that's what he used to do. He probably don't remember it. But there's a lot of things he don't remember. And so I'm sitting in the kitchen and I'm drinking my coffee. This is the day right after, or the morning that my wife left. She left at 6 o'clock in the morning. So I'm in the kitchen at 9 o'clock drinking coffee. And, you know, I'm petting the dogs. I'm walking around, kind of, you know, picking up just odds and end things around the house, uh, wiping things down. And then I hear this in the background coming out of my dad's room because my dad basically he's got a real nice a big room. He's got his TVs in there. He's got his computers in there. He basically has the east side of the house to himself and then the common area dining room kitchen. So he's sitting in there and all of a sudden I start hearing this coming from his room and I'm like going... I'm like, what the hell is that? Dad? Can't hear me. And then I hear, and then I hear this. You ready? Then I hear this. Even louder! Dad! 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 (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) I wanted to go bang on his door. Bang on the, you know, he keeps his door open. You know, bang on the thing. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you watching? A video or something? Nothing. I was just waiting for it. And I just kept hearing that song over and over and over. I'm like, really? Is this where we're at right now? All right, guys, stick around. We got a big show to get into. Lots to talk about. And make sure you become part of the show and join us at any time. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on Be Heard. Uh, There's a little blue bar at the very bottom of the page. Opens up a microphone on wherever you're listening to us at. And you can be part of the show. And you can be heard here on the Deacon Live podcast. So stick around. We got a lot to get into. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. That is legit the same Tupperware I give my five-year-old daughter for school every day. What are you saying? Say, uh, say it again. Tupperware? Say it again. Slow. Tupperware? Slow. Very slow. Say, first, say the first syllable. Tub. Wrong. What do you mean wrong? I thought I caught that. You're throwing Tupperware. Bee, you're throwing bees at me. It's what bee, is it? Peas, babe. What are you Tup- talking about? Tupperware. Tupper. It's Tupper? It's Tupper, babe. It always has been. Always will be. Yeah. Did you know that? Pimp that it was Tupper? I thought it was Tupperware because no. it kind of looks like a tub. You know, that makes total sense. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Hold on one sec. Hey, you're on the air. I am. You are on the air. I. Okay. Uh, well, I, I wasn't calling to talk on the air. I. So I guess give me a call back when you have a second. Okay, I sure will. Thanks for calling. All right, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> well, I don't know what that was about, but anyways, stick around. We'll be right back.
Deegan Live now presents you a band that virtually came together during the pandemic from different vocalists and different instrumentalists from all around the world. This is JR Band with their latest song, November, from the first album entitled Album One. For more information, check them out at ProfitRadio.com. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks, and the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, and you can click on all our social contacts, our Facebook page, our Instagram, our TikTok, and uh, all our videos here. Don't forget, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video that runs in tandem with us. You can see me here in the studio. Hello. I got my new shirt on. The new Deacon Live shirts came in. If you'd like one, let me know. You can email me at any time at deacon at profitradio.com. I'll hook you up with one. Also, while you're over at Profit Radio, click on the free swag section. We got a bunch of magnets, a bunch of stickers, buttons, and stuff. And just our way of saying thank you for listening to us. We appreciate you. And we'll send those out to you. And uh, just fill out the little form, and we'll get them out to you as soon as possible. Now, my wife's out of town, and she is a very responsible person. And so if she's going out to, you know, it's a girl's weekend out. And so if they go to a restaurant and they have a couple drinks, I'm going to assume that they Uber there and Uber back. Destin, Florida is a small little town. I don't want to say it's a, a backwoods town where you can get away with a lot of stuff. It is somewhat of a tourist town. So I assume that they're going to be Ubering, which is fine. I'd rather her be safe than run the risk. And me getting that phone call in the middle of the night saying, hey, hello, I'm in jail. All right, what's the bond? What's your bail? But so I assume it's just a given, you know, get an Uber and get home safe. Now out here where we live, uh, just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, beautiful little town of Marshville, where we have a population of 2,500 people, plus or minus, depending on who's alive or dead that day. <laughs> when you take the census, a lot of old people out here. We are approximately 80, I'm sorry, not 80, uh, 20 miles from the closest quote-unquote restaurant. 15 miles if you go one way, 20 miles if you go the other way. And that's a long drive, a two-lane country road with no street lights or anything like that. You don't want to run the risk of having a couple drinks and coming home. So we don't do that because we have no Uber. We have none of those here in this area. Oh, um, Monroe, Matthews, yeah, they got Ubers all over the place. Here in Marshville, no, you, you'd be lucky to call your neighbor to come pick you up. And then, you know, maybe... uh you get funny looks in the next morning, but still, we don't have Ubers out here uh, where we're at. So it kind of puts a damper on us going out and, and relaxing and unwinding for a little bit. Well, this couple right here, it took them an hour to get home from leaving the club when a Lyft driver showed up. Now, sometimes when you get a Lyft, now we've gone to uh, New Orleans, we've traveled the whole United States, and we have gotten uh, Ubers before. We've been up in New York, and instead of renting a car, we just Uber everywhere we went. And, and sometimes they show up, and you're like going, I'll just move my kid's car seat out of the way. 
Remember at one time they made sure that the car was clean and everything was nice and neat and they'd have like bag of fruit or not fruit, candy and, and drinks and so Oh, help yourself, help yourself because they want that extra tip, that extra money. Now it's basically the guy's on his way home from work. You know, he's wearing his mechanics overall and it says Joey here. Hey, how you doing? You want to get in the car? And it's like a, a Nissan Sentra and like one of the hubcaps is gone and <laughs> the bumper's ripped off, but it it qualifies for an Uber. Hey, I was just on my way home. I figured I'd pick you guys up, make a little extra cash. I don't mind. I don't have to be home for a couple hours. Where are you guys going? You know, that type deal. Well, this ride share service like Lyft allows everyday people to get up close and personal with other people's vehicles. Sometimes the car that arrives might not be what's expected. At other times, sometimes it's really, really nice. Now in Bakersfield, California, a TikToker based out there, her name is Lele. And you can see this video for every podcast we do. We have a matching video as well. This video has gotten over 1.5 million views. Lele claims that after ordering a lift on her way back from the club, a man showed up in a rickshaw. The result ride allegedly took over an hour. According to Lele, we didn't even complain. Can you imagine that? You show up the... If you're in a rickshaw and you're just doing in inner cities, you're taking someone from a restaurant to a club to a club to a club. You don't expect or you don't you don't want to get the I'm going to pick you up at the club and I'm going to take you. Where do you live? <laughs> Pasadena. Oh, that's two hours away. Well, shit. Now I got a rickshaw and I got to hoof it for two hours. So here we go. If you want to see this video, let me switch cameras here. Camera four. So you can see this video in real time as we're talking about it here. So here's the actual video. I'll turn this up a little bit. So what we ordered this Lyft driver. He's a white guy. He's got some dreads. You can hear the tires rolling. She's just sitting there. She looks pregnant. And the husband, boyfriend, whatever, sitting there too. And he's got no shirt on. He's got shorts on. You can hear the tires going. They're sitting in a rickshaw and over an hour to get home. She's like, we didn't complain. He was very nice. However, it's unclear if Lele actually ordered the ride from the man on Lyft. In California, Lyft has strict rules about drivers and what cars they can drive, of course. For example, a car must have four doors, at least five to eight seats, including the drivers included in that. The man's rickshaw does not meet any of those standards. However, it does mean that Lele wasn't generally getting a ride home from this man. According to the commenters, the man in question's name is Neil and he's a bit of a local legend. So Neil's out there. He's roaming around downtown and uh, doing this for a long time. People wrote in saying he's one of the chillest persons ever. So if you ever see Neil out there, pull up, give him a high five, <laughs> tell him, take me home, Neil. Take me home, baby. Now, home right now for these people is being strict or being struck by this horrible disease. I know in the news right now, we're seeing a bunch of stuff about monkeypox. Switch back to the camera here. Seeing a whole bunch of stuff about monkeypox. And that's the new disease, you know, that's the new buzz disease that's out there. Well, right now in India, researchers in India are sounding the alarm of what they describe as a new disease dubbed as the tomato flu or tomato fever, causing red blisters that can enlarge to the size of a small tomato. The cause of the contagious disease is currently unknown, although some researchers suspect that it might be related to other diseases to spread in that area. Isn't it weird how all these diseases and stuff start way overseas in these poor, desolate areas, you know, monkeypox, the coronavirus starts in these small little communities because they don't have good running water, they don't have good health care, they don't have any good sense as far as, you know, cleaning up and don't, you know, don't wipe your ass with your right hand with no paper towels and then dig into your food, you know, that type stuff. The trio of scientists reports that over 100 children younger than five years old have fallen sick with the infection in the Indian states of Kerala and Odisha. After being first identified on May 6th, the Kalam Kira, what I, I said before, Kerala, has been reported in a number of villages in the state, as well as the city of, God, these words, Hibuwashwar in Idusha. 
Kids with tomato fever are said to experience an array of flu-like symptoms, including fever, body aches, and the most permanent feature is eruption of red and painful blisters throughout the body that are generally enlarged about the size of a tomato. The report says this is very contagious, quote-unquote. Great. Although it appears not to be life-threatening, it is relatively mild and lasts to 7 to 10 days. So there's something else we can look for out there. The tomato flu. So if you see that out there or if you're just coming back from India and uh, you're good getting ready to make bruschetta or something like that and you're like oh man i'm out of tomatoes timmy poor timmy timmy gets the raw end of all these stories timmy come here i need some romas over here all right guys stick around uh when we come back are you familiar with what a dirty soda is no it's not something that you can get tomato flu from i'll dive into that here it's a new trend I always started on tiktok you'll see the deacon live right here on proper radio i'll be right back don't you know You're listening to James, who wrote and performed every song off his latest CD called Just a Few Songs I Wrote. This is his latest song called After Today. For more information, check him out at ProfitRadio.com. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You were the first kid on the block to have goddamn internet access. Um, I remember your, uh, your Commodore... Um, it was like a 128 or something. Yeah. It's trying to fit in in um, a world that does not accommodate them. That's good. <laughs> what? Hold on. No. Yeah. yeah. Texas Live. It's awesome. The interweb. Call 407. Very good. 448-8800. Zero, zero. You were, it was an anomaly. Deacon Live now presents you Patrice Scott with his latest song, Hurricane, featuring Skull Dugs from his latest album, Back in the Day, album number six. He's a singer-songwriter from Switzerland. For more information, check him out at ProfitRadio.com. Live. You want something for free? Of course you want something for free. Everyone wants something for free, and we're going to give it to you. Just our way of saying thank you for listening to us, and the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the free swag section, fill out that little form there, choose what kind of sticker pack you want, and we'll send it out to you. If you want all of them, that's fine. We'll send them all out to you. I'm sorry, but those overseas, uh, we only send those out once a month. Uh, we do broadcast here in, in the United States. If you're overseas and you fill that out, don't worry. We'll, we'll get it to you. Uh, but like I said, it's going to take a little bit longer. But still, we'll get some out to you. Uh, people over there in Belgium. And we got some good friends in Norway's and the Czech Republic as well. So we appreciate you guys listening to us and downloading us. So we'll get you out some stickers and stuff. Now, my wife, like I said, is out of town. And she said a few minutes ago that the weather's not big in Florida right now. It's kind of overcast. It's just one of those late summer days where... 
it's not really sunny out. They can't lay on the beach and have a good time. So I said, you know what? Why don't you go out and go shopping, see some sights and do all that stuff. Get yourself a nice place for lunch. Sit down, have a couple drinks, watch the uh, the tide roll by, you know, that type of stuff. Because Destin is right there on the coastline. She's like, I don't know. We'll see. She doesn't want to commit to anything right now. But this one worker right here, I've waited tables before, so I can understand what this girl was going through. This waitress right here says it's better to lie to the customer to make them feel sorry for getting angry at you because your food is late. Now, how does that work? Well, let's dive into her story. Of course, this goes viral on TikTok. And it says one TikToker went viral after revealing her way of dealing with angry customers. She lies to them. So let's see. If you want to see this video, go to camera four again. Make sure you go over to uh, Profit Radio and like us on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe as well. And uh, you can be part of the show at any given time over there. So here we go. Sometimes you just have to lie to the customer so they don't get mad and want to leave. I got this one. All right. So here we go. I love lying to my tables. It makes the job way more fun. If you're a server and you say you don't do that, you're lying. And if you don't, you should try it. So a couple weeks ago, I have a table. Got a six top. Food is taking a very long time. Like I'm saying, like an hour ticket time. And they are just angry. Like <clears throat> kitchens just, they're backed up. I don't know what's going on. So I run outside and I'm like, oh my God, guys, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but the guy, our fry guy, his glasses just fell into the fryer and his initial reaction was to reach in and grab it. And they're all like, <gasps> and I'm like, yeah, he really burned himself. He's, he's got to leave. He's on the way. Okay. First of all, if this is my server, she's got piercings in her, what I call the, the, the soup strainer right there in between her nose and her. And her lip, I guess. It's not very attractive. I'm sorry. It That's separate generations. I had piercings too, so don't worry. And she's got the pink and black hair and, and yada, yada, yada. And she doesn't look clean. Let's put it that way. If you look at this girl, she just looks dirty. I wouldn't want her bringing my anything from Denny's. Like if I was at Denny's, I saw her. First of all, Denny's, yuck. And then saw her go, double yuck. I'm not, I'm not ordering anything. On the way to the hospital right now. So we're down a fry guy, but it's, it's coming. And they're all gasping. And they are like, oh, my God, I hope he's okay. Like they're just hoping this man's okay. Moral of the story, they weren't mad at all. And they tipped $60. Lie to your tables. So, so, okay, got it, got it, got it. So here's my question. Here's my problem with that. First of all, people, be thankful that you're allowed to go into restaurants again, right? You know, you've been sitting at home uh, eating at Marie Callender's, you know, all the all the stuff that's got packages that are filling up my garbage can. You know, be thankful that you're allowed to get out there and you're allowed to be out there without mask on. Let's just be thankful for that. Don't be mad at these waitresses. Half the places can't find a staff, front of house or back of house to, to keep them employed. So don't get upset. If the food takes a little bit longer, it takes a little bit longer. Expect that. Like if you go into a place, think about it right before the pandemic. Restaurants were turning and burning. That's what we say in the biz. You know, the restaurant biz. Turn and burn your tables, right? right? They actually had like guaranteed lunches. You'll be in and out in 30 minutes. That type, you know, TJ Fridays was a prime example. Come in, get your order and your food, and you can be in and out in 30 minutes. They actually had a clock that would sit on the on the counter, and it would have a timer ticker on it. If your food didn't come out within X amount of time, let's say 10 minutes or 5 minutes or 7 minutes, you get it for free or something stupid like that. That way, they would bring in the people that were going through the fast food lines into the restaurants to sit down, have a good lunch. You know, if you have an hour lunch, you still got 
20 minutes to spare after you've ordered and eaten. But now people are just going, they expect it to, you know, ding, microwave, pop it out, put it on my plate. I want it now. I just ordered. I ordered my food three minutes ago. Why is it not here? People, give me a break. Slow down a little bit. Appreciate what we've got and what we had at one time and what we're trying to get back into. So that was this girl saying, lie to your table. Well, I would just say, I would just grin and bear it and just go, hey, you know what? They're backed up back there. Uh, We are, and then point out all the different problems that are going on. Don't lie to them. That's stupid. Because someone's going to come back and talk to another person, a manager, and say, oh, how'd the fry guy do? Is he okay? And they're going to look at him and go, what are you talking about? And then the person that's waiting on that person is going to get screwed. That waitress is going to get screwed because they know that the person lied to you. Or you come back to that table again, you're screwed. Now, someone that is going viral on TikTok. TikTok's a big thing. This is where all the stories are coming from. If you got a slow news day, by all means, go over to TikTok, sit there, and, and watch all this stuff. So there is something called now a dirty soda. We talked a few weeks back about the pink sauce, and come to find out, the lady kind of shot herself in the foot on that because she was sending out the pink sauce. She was like this at-home chef or something like that and come to find out she couldn't replicate the pink sauce consistently so people were getting pink sauce it had like mold and shit on it she was getting people were ordering the pink sauce and it was coming like watery remember i said the one video do you remember that time (laughs) that i said the one video where the girl was tasting it or test tasting it it was like real watery compared to the actual video well this one is another one right now that's coming out on tiktok and it's called the dirty soda you've heard about me talking about the seltzer water with the balsamic vinegar in it, I I didn't see any. After I talked about that video, I didn't see it take off anywhere. So what the dirty soda is, is a can of Coke, coconut cream, and a splash of lime juice. Now, when I say coconut cream, it's coconut cream coffee creamer. You know, like the, the coffee mate. They've got a coconut flavored creamer and a splash of lime juice. Is it refreshing or revolting? So don't knock it till you try it. TikTok has decided. So here's the video again. Check us out over on YouTube. You can check us out. And here's the video as well. How to make the perfect dirty soda right at home with your coffee make creamer. I've seen the dirty soda trend all over TikTok and I love cola and I love coffee make coconut cream creamer. So both of them together is a recipe of deliciousness. Once everything is combined, give it a good swirl and that's it. This combo is next level. I don't know. I don't know if it's next level. It's next something. It's next thing to be thrown in the garbage. So it's Coke, like a can of Coke, regular Coca-Cola, uh, the Coffee Make Creamer, coconut flavored. I can see that right there by itself. I can see that. That could be almost like a, a creamsicle or um, like a, you know what a black cow is, um, root beer and ice cream. That would go together. Maybe this works the same way, but I don't know about the, the twist of lime at the end. You're going to have to sell me really hard on that one. Now, I am looking for a new laptop. The laptop that I have here, uh, it's kind of old. Let's see, what is it? It is a, it's a gateway. Remember those guys? <laughs> Remember the commercials with the burnout stoner guy? Oh, wait, that was the Dell guy. So I'm looking for a new one. But heaven forbid, in the background, if I've got my laptop up and it's open and all the microphones are open and, and this happens, it's going to shut my laptop down. And it's all because of Janet Jackson. So what's happening is Janet Jackson and her catalog of songs have done things to our hearts and our minds for many years. Apparently, Rhythm Nation does things to laptops too. Raymond Chen, a Microsoft employee, has been with the company for more than 25 years. In a blog on Microsoft, he pens that playing one particular song on certain laptops crashes them. Here's the hint. The lyric is, we are part of a Rhythm Nation. All right, uh, thank you for that. A major manufacturer found that Rhythm Nation caused certain models of laptops to crash. Not only did popular songs of the 89 albums crash laptops, but also the music video crashed competitors' portable computers as well. So here's the issue. When the video music is played or the song is played on one 
laptop, it causes laptops nearby to crash. What actually happens is there's a natural resonant frequency for the model of the 5400 RPM laptop hard drives that they and other manufacturers use. The manufacturer worked around this problem by adding a custom filter to the audio pipeline that detects and removes the offending frequency during playback. So there's a certain frequency in that song that when the computer hears it, it causes it to crash. Now you say, all right, whatever, guy. Well, no, I got a video right here. If I can close out all these other windows and you can see this video as well. So here we go. Here's a, um, a radio station. Let's see what radio station this is. All right. So this is over in England. Uh, this is uh, a radio broadcast over in England, and it's got Janet Jackson could crash your laptop. So he's got all the people in the production room have these old laptops, and they're putting them up to the in-studio speakers to see what happens. So here we go. And hope like hell, when I play Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation, the whole computer is going to be ruined. Oh. Here we go. All right, so they're holding them up there. They're holding them up there. They're still working. They're waiting. Oh, there goes one. Oh, oh. Crushed. Oh, that one's oh, done. Stop it. Is dying. That's one down. Wow. Oh, two down. Oh, my God. That actually works. Oh, three down. Okay, that'll do. That, that's Is that that's, not that's spooky, right? That's spooky. <laughs> Unbelievable. So be careful out there. If you've got some old laptops out there and someone starts blasting out of their Ford Probe, <laughs> some Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation, cover your laptops up. So cover the speakers up or, or just shut it down before it gets <laughs> vamped by Janet Jackson. All right, guys, stick around. When we come back, everyone's going back to school and taking pictures of their kids. And the police department are going to say, don't do that. And here's why. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Hi, are you interested in student loan forgiveness programs? Yes, I am. Okay, so I just need to ask a few questions to track if you're eligible for enrollments or roughly how much do you owe student loans? About $35,000. But are you still in school right now or do you have any plans of going back? No, well, I don't know. What's the benefit of both? Well, if you're qualified or enrolled into one of these programs, you can't go back to school from anywhere between six to nine months. Is that okay? Okay, yeah, that's fine, yeah. Well, let's proceed now. Qualifying for the forgiveness program will be based upon your income and your family size. So do you have a minimum household income of about $1,000 monthly? $1,000? Yes, I do. Okay, lastly, do you experience any wage garnishment because of this loans? No, I have not. Oh, man, okay, no, well, I don't. You know. that's, that's awesome if I don't do it, right? What's your name again? I, I, I missed your name. My name is Mark. Okay, Mark. Yeah, Mark. I, yeah, no wage garnishment, man. They haven't found me yet. Okay, well... What I will do now is I'll get a senior loan advisor in the phone that can better assist you family will not. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. I hope your family does well with the mud villages. Calls may be recorded for quality assurance. Mine too. Stupid. Call 407-448-8800. That is awesome. Deacon Live now presents you a former Playboy model doing what she loves best. This is Yvette Lopez with her latest song, Faded. People keep asking what I'm doing Find myself getting so damn lost up in your love I feel faded, so deep in it Trying to figure out what to say, but I am stuck
section little blue bar at the very bottom of the page uh wherever device you are listening to us on or from opens up a microphone speak right into it speak clearly and we'll play it on the very next podcast if you want to ask some questions or just say give a big shout out to your cousin hey i love you little little timmy sorry about your sores on your arm uh, if you want to do anything like that, just go over to ProfitRadio.com, click on Be Heard. We'd love to hear from you. And while you're there, get yourself something for free. Fill out that little form, and we'll send you out some free stuff as well. Now, all the little kitties are going back to school, and that's great. You see all the – I've got, now got a, a teenager. I got two teenagers in high school. A lot of people freak out about that, especially people I went to school with. You know, I see them, you know, they're married and, and going on with their life, and, and they always post, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe I've got a, a junior in high school and a freshman in high school, those type things. And a lot of times they sell them in walmart too is the little placard in front of them and you write you know the name of the kid and all that stuff well they're saying right now uh, the police in carver county minnesota made a facebook post that has since been shared widely in the hudson valley area it involves the most popular back to school trends in recent memory the first day of school or something like that authorities warn that the most common version of this photo may put your child at risk this is a reenactment photo no shit. I didn't realize that this 30, 40-year-old woman was not going back to school for the first day. No shit. This is Sheriff Kenzie B., shown as a student holding an, an all-too-familiar placard advertising all the stats and many other parents enjoy sharing about their child's first day at work, including such information such as the child's name, the school, the grade, and even their teacher's name. The Sheriff's Department warned that sharing this private information on a public platform like Facebook could lead to dangerous consequences. Back-to-school photos often reveal person's information about your child, they warn. These can also be used by predators and scammers. No matter your privacy settings or your friends, be best to keep it personal information to a minimum. Reactions, however, were mixed. Great info. Thanks for helping us be safe, said one grateful customer. And they also said, is this actually a problem? Says another one. Well, I mean, it depends. If you're in a shady part of town, who knows? Others were just more fascinated with the stats on the example photo. Have a great year in 19th grade, someone said about the officer in the picture. So even if you take a picture, there's something called, uh, what is it, Google Data Geocasting that's on the picture itself. There's ways to get out there to figure out where the picture was taken, what time it was taken, and all that. It's already in the picture. Do yourself a favor. If you're so paranoid about all this stuff, don't take any pictures of your kids. Go back to Polaroids and then mail grandma or grandpa the picture of your kid's first day of school and that'll solve everything right (laughs) if it was only that simple now something that is simple as getting an app on your phone i told you my dad went over to franklin north carolina which was a four and a half hour drive and we talked about the article uh, last week where the wife got an alert on her phone because her husband was in a horrible motorcycle accident and the app they were using was life 360 well because my dad was scared about driving all the way to franklin north carolina by himself outside of us you know he always had my mom to rely on or lean on or something like that he's going there four and a half hour ride i said you know what we'll we'll download the app and that way we can see where you're at as far as driving now i told you at the beginning of the show my wife nine and a half hours she was on the road going down to destin florida from 
uh, here in the Charlotte area. Well, just outside of Charlotte. And so I was able to watch her to make sure that, you know, she's okay and she doesn't get into a crash or anything. That's a long way to drive. You know, it's intimidating for some people. Well, this app on this phone that this young lady has right here helps her decipher pictures because she's blind. A blind woman now is going viral on social media after real revealing her phone screen reader describes pictures that she gets. Some pictures are good. She's like, oh, you know, flower in the ground, yellow. But sometimes, unfortunately, she gets naughty pics. And the way the phone deciphers the naughty pics, <laughs> it's pretty funny. So here we go. Again, you want to see the video? Uh, jump on over to ProfitRadio.com. Make sure you like us on YouTube and subscribe as well. Here we go. Here's the video. Let me turn this up so everyone can hear it and we can all be friends. I'm blind and I get sent a lot of lower regional area pictures from guys. Maybe they don't believe I'm blind, but I rely on a screen reader to narrate my phone to me and it also narrates images. And I have just received an image and I have to share this with you. This is what my screen reader has described to me. One face, probably a mushroom growing in the ground. X, 752. <laughs> one one face, probably a mushroom growing from the ground. <laughs> it's what the, the thing responded to tell her. That's kind of embarrassing. You know, when you sit there and you go, okay, well, <laughs> that's obviously a dick pic. But that's the way the uh, the app on her phone describes it. And she is blind. She's a cute little girl, blonde hair, brown eyes. British, of course. You know the Brits. That language is so sexy. It's, it's determined. Studies have shown that the British language is so sexy. And I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the show so you find me sexy as well. Now, something that is not sexy is the, well, I don't want to say it's not sexy, but the world of technology has evolving so much rapidly. I think it's Anderson's Law. Technology that we have will be obsolete in 18 months. I believe it's Anderson's Law. Sorry, it was actually called Moore's Law. And Moore's Law said basically that every 18 month, a computer chip can uh, reduce in size to fit into a program and stuff. Uh, technology evolves every 18 months. Now, what they're getting is you've seen the the dogs, the robot dogs that are walking around. They got bazooka launchers on top of them. Well, what they're saying is there's this new robot that was created, started in 2003, and it, it took them six years to develop it by DARPA. It's part of military projects here in the United States. It's called the Energetically Autonomous Tactical Robot. And I'm talking about Eater, E-A-T-R. The machine inventors say Eater is known for short. It does indeed power itself by biomass engine. It digests organic material, but is not intended to chomp its way through battle fields on fallen soldiers. So what it does, it's kind of like, what was it, uh, Back to the Future 1, where Doc Brown came back and he, he had that thermal thing on the back of the, the DeLorean. He was shoving like bananas and sodas and all that stuff in there and closing it. And it ran off that bio type thing. Kind of the same thing, but now it, it actually exists. And there was a, a video real quick on TikTok, and then, of course, you can't find it anymore. And thank God a lot of people have screen grabbed it. And here's here's someone talking about what it actually is and what it is designed to do. So here we go. If you want to watch this video, make sure you go over to YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe as well for the Deacon Live podcast. So here we go. You know what an eater robot they don't is? Got- an eater robot is a robot that runs on biological material. Oh, don't make that. that means a ro- no. So what it does, is, if you're looking at the video here, it's kind of like a small, about the size of my dad's car that he just bought, that Ford Ecoscape. And it has got like a conveyor belt on the front that leans down and picks up. It's got a dummy on there, of course. Picks up the dummy body and just kind of feeds it into itself. And I don't know what it does after that, but here you can see the video. I've already made it. 
It's a robot Wait, that's powered by biological material. So I'm I'm just saying worst case scenario. Okay. This is a robot that eats bodies on a battlefield oh, God. to stay to stay alive. And that's how it powers itself. That's now, what you, you can think. say you can say no, we don't mean biological material in that way. We need plant matter and mm. you know, dead rodents and what have you. <laughs> but there's a real fucking robot that they designed that eats biological material as fuel. It's called the EATR. Google it. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, it is out there. It is made. Now, hold on. There's a little bit more to the story. It was a concept developed in like 2003 to 2009 with DARPA. In 2022, the Eater robot is no longer being developed. You know why? Because <laughs> they're done developing it. It is ready to go. The project stirred some internet and media rumors after the news circulated about a, a robot that could at least ingest human remains. So, you can see this thing. You can see the video over here. If there was bodies or something... It would completely pick them up, eat them, biodegrade them, and then use them and turn them into energy. <laughs> Soil and green as people. All right, guys, stick around. A couple more stories, and we'll let you get back to what you got to do. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. I do not like internet radio. Profit radio. Profit radio. Do you understand? This is closer than the moon. It's closer than the moon. It's closer than the moon. I can't. I got to bow to you on your uh, Regis. I can't. I used to think I could do it. Kelly, it's an asteroid. It's heading right for us. (laughs) What are we going to do? I love Regis. I got to have some grape juice. 407-448-8800. Profit radio. Profit radio. Are you receiving me? Over. Why don't you get us a couple more beers, Manuel? Instead of sitting up here talking shit like a bitch. I took you from your country. Did he want to be taken from Come his country? Come on, you, I took you from your... Excuse me? Did he want to be taken from his country? I don't know. I don't think so. All right, well, that's good. Way to go. Way to keep him prisoner here, locked up in our... He's not a prisoner. He's watching Netflix. No, he's watching Netflix. Big pricks. Call 407. <laughs> Big pricks. Four four eight All right. eight zero zero. That is awesome. I think I have to take a break right now because of my hormones. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna see. Deacon Live now presents you a singer songwriter that loves R and B and funk music. This is James with his latest song. I'm gonna get some tonight. For more information, check him out at profitradio.com. Sitting in my bedroom. Let the horns blow 
Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts. You can see all the platforms and stuff that we are available on. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to all those platforms as well. And don't forget, for all the music that you hear on Deacon Live, you can find the full-length songs over at ProfitRadio.com. Click on Music Heard On and make sure you show them some love and support as well. Now, here on the French, uh, we call it a French because it's part farm, part ranch. Our farm part is pretty much done for the year. We're getting ready to uh, get our field set for the winter months that are coming up. So it's going to take about 30 days to get that done. Uh, our corn took a dump this year, but we got a bunch of tomatoes. We got a bunch of lima beans. We got a bunch of stuff, mini eggplants, which my wife thought were big, regular eggplants. So we had all these literal size of an egg, eggplants. And she made like uh, almost like you would make Brussels sprouts and stuff. They were good. We had black eyed peas and stuff out there. So we got a little bit going on, but the farm part is pretty much done for this year. So I have to go back to doing normal grocery shopping and getting stuff out of the produce section over at Walmart. Only because there's not a whole lot of uh, grocery stores around this area. My dad hates going to Walmart. He's like, everyone there is so rude. Everyone there is so uh, pretentious. They won't help you do anything. So he'd rather spend an extra, I'm going to say an extra $25 a week because of the price difference up at Food Line. I've seen studies right now that said even people making, you know, $125,000 a year in their house, gross income, they're starting to shop at Walmart because they're seeing the inflations of prices at their normal stores. They can't go to the fancy public stores anymore. They can't go to the fancy Harris Teeter stores or any of those other stores out there that are, you know, you pay for the quality of food and and the cleanliness of the food. Now, granted, as long as you know your way around Walmart, you don't need help. If you're not a fucking moron, you can basically get what you need and get out of there. Now and then I'll have to ask a question. Hey, where do you keep this if it's an odd item that that I don't know? And don't ask the people stocking the shelves. They don't know. Ask the people that are pulling the orders they know they're the ones there's my hack for you ask the people that are pulling the orders you see them pushing around all those like pick up at the curb orders you've seen them walking around make sure you ask them first well as a young gentleman living on his own at one time, I always had, you know, when we were a cash society, I always had a bowl of coins. Like, you know, everyone's got them. Sometimes they're like a five-gallon uh, water jug. People put all their coins in there. At one time, if there was a place I could just dump all this money into, they could count up for me and then, you know, spit me out, you know, give me a, a ticket that's got the, the balance on it, and they take 10%. Well, I did that one time. I poured all that money in there, all that coins into the Coinstar, and it's spit out, you know, you've got 200 and some odd dollars. And then they took, of course, $40 away from me. And I'm like going, well, not $40. I'm sorry, $20 away from me. I don't know what it is now. It might be 40 bucks, you know, 20%. And I said, this is bullshit. (laughs) I'm not not doing this again. Now, of course, everything's on credit cards or debit cards or anything, you know, your your phone, iPay or anything like that. But for those of you out there, hear me out. If you got some coins and stuff sitting in your car, you got that, the ashtray that's not an ashtray anymore. It just collects coins because no one smokes anymore. Everyone vapes and sticks their things in a USB port, if you got some coins sitting in your pocket, jingling around at the bottom of your purse, you can actually use those to pay for your groceries at Walmart. Now, instead of putting the thing in like a one coin at a time, this TikToker, of course, here we go, TikTok again, has shown us a hack on how to dump a whole bunch of coins in there at once and pay for whatever you're trying to do checking out. Taking to social media, Jennifer Vey keyed her 30,000 TikTok followers on a tip that would save you time in the store and also probably save you some money as well. What you have to do is it's a Walmart hack. She explained that when you have a bunch of change, 
and you put it in the self-checkout machine at Walmart instead of inserting one by one, there's a little flap in the front. Now, I haven't seen this flap. Next time I go, I'll take a video of it. If, they, if it's there, I'll take a handful of quarters or something and put them in there if, it, if it's available. So you pull this little flap out in the front of the machine, and you just dump all your coins in there, and it counts it up automatically and you know subtracts it from your bill. So here we go. If you want to see this video, we go to camera four, and we can see this video, and we can all be friends. Walmart hack. So when you have a bunch of change, instead of doing it one by one, you lift this little flap. Oh, I see what it is. Instead of it, instead of the port that it's got the one slot on it, you can pick it up and put all the coins underneath that little flap. And put it in all at once, and bam, life is easy. Thank me later, guys. Genius! <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even know. I'm gonna look. For, I'm gonna look for that now. So what she's saying is, there's a little port that you normally put the one quarter, you know, quarter at a time, quarter at a time, quarter at a time, or coin at a time. You can actually pick that up and then put all your coins in underneath it. Genius! Genius! I'm going. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna see what happens. I'll videotape it. Make sure you follow me on TikTok as well. I'm gonna have my own little hack out there. Now this hack right here, I don't know if it's a demand that we need it or not, but someone said let's do it, and that is creating a your very own dive bar ice cream and you go okay what the hell is a dive bar ice cream i mean have you ever looked at a dive bar and thought yum <laughs> that's that looks delicious well right now miller high life has partnered with tipsy scoop in an alcohol infused ice cream maker to create the ice cream flavor that tastes like a dive bar so oh god it's gonna be burnt rubber like, you take a lighter to a piece of, like, a burnt tire or something. That's what it's going to taste smell like. Uh, cigarette butts, ashtrays, and I don't know. Let's dive in a little bit more and see what they got. To celebrate Dive Bar's 100th anniversary, the ice cream maker has made an ice cream bar. They have partnered with Miller High Life to create Ice Cream Dive Bar, taking all the best parts of a dive bar in real life and bringing them to your taste buds. The treat features premium ice cream infused with Miller High Life beer. All right. You haven't lost me yet. And the other dive bar staples, which includes peanuts. All right. A traditional bar snack. Oh, I got it. Tobacco smoked flavoring. Oh, God. Ooh. It's infusing a tobacco smoked flavoring to replicate the dive bar smell. Caramel, because the dive bars have sticky floors. Carbonated candy. My wife got up totally involved on those Oreo um, fireworks ones, so I understand what that is. To replicate the beer fizz and dark chocolate, which is a similar color to the dark wood and dim lighting in a dive bar. It's a perfect blend of smoky vanilla gooey caramel and the beer you love, Miller High Life says. Of course, they would say it. You don't see anyone else saying it. The ice cream bar packs up to 5% alcohol by volume, so be warned of the brain freeze and hangovers as well. The Tipsy Scoop sells each ice cream dive bar for $6 online and maybe they'll let you open up a tab <laughs> so they're doing miller high life ice cream tobacco smoke flavoring caramel base and carbonated candy with dark chocolate i don't know so if you guys out there have gotten this make sure you take a video and make sure you tag me in the video uh, just tag deacon live all one word and I'll check it out, or you can send it to me in an email, deacon at profitradio.com. I want to see it, I want, and I'll put it up on the website, and you guys, everyone can look at it, and we can all be famous as well. All right, guys, when we stick around, one more little short segment, I'll let you get back to what you got to do. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back.
radio. I do not like internet radio. Profit radio. Profit radio. Can't believe she could carry that much candy around in a Ooh. sack. It was unbelievable. I think she took shifts. 407-448-8800. Profit radio. Profit radio. See it? Interesting. No, I can see it. I can see it. Your can monitor see? is like 50 inches. All I right. understand. It's, <laughs> it's a 90 it's ridiculous. inch monitor. <laughs> I, I, your monitor is bigger than what my TV was. I thought ah! insane for that's like a living room TV right there. To be honest with you, a lot of people do not have what you have right here. Anymore. Right. Call 407 448 Amy's breaking into the beer. Deacon Live now presents you a group of talented people that came together during their COVID-19 quarantine and formed a band called the JR Band. This is another track from their latest album entitled Album One. For more information, check them out at properradio.com. When the Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And also, if you want something for free, go over to ProfitRadio.com. You can find all this stuff over there. Uh, grab yourself some free stuff. We want to hear from you. You can be part of the show at any given time. Uh, just open up a microphone on that Be Heard section. Leave us a short little message. We'll play it on the very next podcast as well. Get yourself something for free. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share us out there. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we appreciate all you guys out there downloading us. And, and this is our part of saying thank you. Thanking you for being a part of our show as well. Now, the, what is it, the Little Leagues is still going on. I thought it ended a while back. But right now, in the 2022 Little League series comes to, continues to show off moments of incredible talent from our youths across the world. In this game on this past Wednesday, the Texas Southwest region and Pennsylvania Mid-Atlantic region were playing an elimination game as the championship looms on ahead of the upcoming week. With Texas holding a 4-3 to lead at the bottom of the third, it seems as if this deep shot from Brandon Hatch was destined to crest a wall, tying up the game. Outfielder Corey Hahn, I'm sorry, Corey Kahn, however, had other plans as the left fielder went as far back as he could possibly go to snatch the ball out of the air for a stellar home run robbery. Not only that, during Khan's glorious catch, he lost his hat in the process. They Well, they should add four points for that. I mean, why would you even mention it if it didn't matter? All right, so if you want to see this video, this is a great time to jump over to ProfitRadio.com and follow us on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe as well. For every podcast we do, we have a matching video. So here we go. They're doing a little split-screen interview. Uh, you can see the pitcher on the mound against the batter. And on the right-hand side, the reporter's talking to one of the kids' moms. And this happens. And we're going to go to camera four so we can all be friends. Here we go. Bing! He got it. Snagged it. Oh, my goodness. How did he hold on to that? What a play. (laughs) Everyone's freaking out, high-fiving each other. 
Here's the replay. Shelton's face. He was behind the plate, last inning. They moved him back to left field. He knocked Bam. his hat off, holds him onto the ball. Gets Going way back. Wall. What a grab. <laughs> It's like having a whiplash. He was going back, going back, going back, and waiting for the the catch, and then accidentally hits the back of the wall. His hand just happenstance catch the ball. But you can see that video over on Profit Radio as well. Now, something that's getting a lot of flack. I saw it as a news story at the beginning of the week. I'm like, oh, this is kind of kind of lame, kind of silly. Uh, but it's catching a lot of ground. If you haven't heard about this giant slide in Detroit, it closed the same day that it opened after children were catapulted in the air while attempting to slide down. The slide right here is one of those where you get yourself like a burlap sack or a potato sack or whatever it is and you just kind of jump in in the sack and just kind of slide down you know four or five humps and then you flatten bottom and and you're good to go right well it's a metal slide it's got all these little grooves on it i don't know if they put like teflon on it or something anti-sicky so here's the if you want to see this video check this out here we go this is the actual commercial and then the actual reality of this slide so here we go <laughs> oh man, kids are. Start- <laughs> it's fun to watch kids get hurt on something stupid like this. This oversized amusement in Detroit finally reopened this weekend after being closed for COVID nineteen. Families flocked to it and paid one dollar fee for the kids to have a ride of their life, and some got what they did not expect: the fresh coating of wax on the surface of the turbocharged slide sent kids catapulting into the air. <coughs> Excuse me. Footage at, uh, taken at the bottom shows customers being launched skyward over ramps and on their way down in sheer speed were picking up more and more. After five hours and with lawyers probably keeping a close eye on the proceedings, officials decided that was enough. It was enough to, to close it down. The manager of the Belle Isle Park, where the fairground was, where the slide's located, confirmed that some adjustments would have to be made to calm things down. So here you go. Let's see. I mean, it just looks like it's got one two, three, four humps, but the kids were like, after hump number two, they were clearing hump number three and landing on hump number four. So there's one video here. Let's see. Oop, I got... Oh, keep your hands in. Oh, hey. I don't know, baby. They... <laughs> He's getting a phone call. This guy's getting a phone call. Hold up, dog. Hold up. The giant side look different, cuz. <laughs> Answer your phone. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Hold on. I want that Kimar one that oh. I told I, I told you keep your keep your hands off the slide. Yeah, that's it. Parents are laughing as the kids are coming down the slide all like flipped around and stuff. This fucking giant slide dangerous. <laughs> it's you come on back down, Jordan. I don't know if you're ready for that. <laughs> Hold on, I want you to hear the this dad is speaking the truth. I like the old giant slide. Y'all put some calamine lotion on this mother. Something. Calamine? What's he talking about? <laughs> Got a rash? Yeah, probably so. I'm talking. They taking flight after the second loop. See that second? That second lump don't look right. <laughs> Here come the kids. Oh, I told I, <laughs> I told you keep your keep your hands off the slide. Yeah, that's kids, it. kids are flying out of the burlap sack as they're coming down. These tickets out. Yeah, get your glasses, bro. Y'all want to do it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to pass these tickets out. I don't need them. Here. I done wasted $20. <laughs> wasted $20. Here. Here, put your kids on them. So if you see that uh, that slide over in Detroit, I guess they're going to have to slow it down by um, 
doing something to it. They they obviously put some Teflon or like the gentleman said, some calamine lotion on it, which I don't know what that would do. But for the most part, you see that video out there. They're going to reopen up here in the next couple of weeks or so. All right, guys, we'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening to us, downloading us, uh, being a part of the show. And if you're not part of this show, We'd like to hear you on the next show as well, or any show for that matter. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the Be Heard section while you're over there. Get yourself something for free. We got some stickers, some magnets. Uh, If you like my shirt here, let me switch screens here so you can see. If you like my shirt here... Deacon Live t-shirt. Uh, email me at any time at deacon at profitradio.com. I'll hook you up with some of those as well. We'll let you get back to doing what you got to do. My name is the Deacon saying goodnight and good night. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.